Have you ever had an idea for something that you wanted to post online? You committed yourself to it, you spent hours making it, you fine-tuned it, you shaved off the edges, and then when you posted it, it just gave you so much anxiety. This is the life of an online creator. Some of you listening might know exactly what I'm talking about, while others of you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. If you are a content creator, or you're looking to be a content creator, or you're just interested to hear what the life of the people that make the videos and content that you enjoy online looks like, this is the episode for you. We're the mom and dad of TikTok. <laughs> we just hit 4 million followers on TikTok, 1 million yes. subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> what? It feels really good because when it's people amazing. say like, how many followers do you have? I can say like collectively we have over 5 million and that sounds like really official. Good oh, number. man. Yeah. yeah, it's a good clean round number. That is Alex and his wife, Melinda Griswold. They're known as the parents of TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and now Snapchat. He's just on fire on social media. And if you want to learn from anyone when it comes to how to grow online, it's these guys. So stick around and you'll hear their secrets. It's meme lord time. Welcome back. This is Meme Lord Monday. I'm your host, Matt Matias, and this is a podcast where we interview Christian content creators and help you find the meme in everyday life. Meme Lord Monday is brought to you by Covenant Eyes. The internet is an amazing place, but it's also a place where many people trying to keep themselves from looking at explicit content struggle with addiction. Addiction, which can lead to psychological, relational, and even physical harm. Covenant Eyes is here to help. Covenant Eyes has a state-of-the-art artificial intelligence app that scans for concerning activity and blocks explicit sites on all your devices. But it's not just a filter. The program actually connects you with a person that you trust to help keep you accountable. This system encourages healing conversations and has helped rebuild families and marriages by breaking the spiral of addiction. Use our promo code for 30 days free of Covenant Eyes. If you want to be free of the destructive effects of pornography addiction, try Covenant Eyes today. A link for Covenant Eyes and 30 days free can be found in the description of this episode. All right, let's get back to the show. I started as Alex Makes Funny Stuff. Alex Makes Funny Stuff got to 2,000 followers and quickly he realized I'm going to make funny stuff, but it's going to be funny Christian stuff. If you have been following along with this podcast and you know me and my buddy Mike, you know that we run a meme page that's been around since 2012. It's a Christian meme page called Memes for Jesus. And this is how we got to know Alex. Alex used to run a Christian meme page. And then I started making TikToks and TikTok was like the thing. That was when I realized it was like I immediately am gaining an audience way more than my meme page. I was like my goal for 2019, I remember was to hit 100,000 followers. And I didn't hit it on the meme page, but I hit it on my TikTok that I started in September. And so it was like, that was the thing that kind of, we, we've been doing TikTok now since then. Mm -hmm. And we're the mom and dad of TikTok. <laughs> Alex has come a really long way from being just a meme page. Now he creates content specifically for younger audiences or just people who are looking for positive encouragement. This is what his content looks like now. 
I'm sad. What do I do? Okay, so our rule is that if you're sad for three days in a row, then you have to shake things up. So if you're on or past day three, this is an emergency. And here's what we're going to do about it. Go for a walk outside. Splurge on that thing that you've been wanting. Get two scoops and a waffle cone. And if you're ever unsure if you should do something that's good for you, say to yourself, I got permission from my parents. Love you. Fast forward to now, we just hit 4 million followers on TikTok, 1 million subscribers on YouTube. Yes, Uh, what? I didn't know you had a million. Sub- we have a million. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna. I just put in the. I put in the thing. The order for the plaque. They like send you an email and they say like we're gonna send you the the gold plaque. And so like we're gonna get the gold plaque and like yeah we're just like we're starting out. It's wow. it's exciting. I feel like we're just starting out now. This is like the beginning. This yeah. is you know you'll look back on in like five years and this is like the beginning of the whole thing. Dude. But- I thought you just had like several hundred thousand from when like you had that huge blow up on YouTube. I was like, oh, yeah, let's yeah. go. And I remember seeing yeah. you had a couple hundred thousand. You have a million on YouTube? What? <laughs> it feels really good because when it's people amazing. say like, how many followers do you have? I can say like collectively we have over five million. And that sounds like really official. Good oh, number. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good clean round number. That's yeah. so gangster, dude. Oh, my goodness. I had no idea. I love it. I mm-mm. that's my see. That's my baby. <laughs> That's my baby. That's my baby dog. That's my baby dog. <laughs> I used to say that always in the Meme Illuminati oh, yeah. chat. I'd be like, yo, Alex is going to make it big before all of us. <laughs> it's going to be so crazy. And yeah, here we are. Not even look at me. Do I, how surprised do I look? Yeah. Come you're not surprised at all. Do I look like, surprised? Come on. Come on. So obviously you can tell I'm one of Alex's biggest fans. I love the guy and his wife, Melinda. I think they're amazing people, and I think he has an amazing work ethic. So you might be listening to this and wondering, okay, that's great for Alex, but how do I build a social media following of 5 million people? What's his secret? Well, stick around. He'll tell you. It's so crazy, too, because I remember, like, I'd actually went back and listened to our first interview when you were, like, like meteorically rising on TikTok, mm-hmm. and I think you had about one or two million at that point. You're doing it, man. I'm so happy and proud for you. Thank you. Thank you. Melinda, how do you feel about this? (laughs) Give me your pure and adulterated thoughts. It it changes all the time. When we started and he decided to have me join the videos, it ended in tears every time. (laughs) I was so uncomfortable. Yep. And now it's fine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I do good now. (laughs) Literally now, it's just like, figuring out the workload because we like yeah. we're still like working jobs and so like that's a thing and so like it's like this whole like it's always like how to figure out how to fit everything in mm-hmm. but currently it's not like the stressors of like i don't feel like we have a lot of like of the classic like social media like anxiety stressors we've been through that we've gone through our emotional breakdown yes mm-hmm. yeah so we're exiting that hump and just trying to figure out how to just like make consistently yeah. man so you've matured you've you've broken the the creator husk that that keeps us all bound and i wanted to talk to you about that <laughs> i wanted because like yeah i feel yeah. like you have i feel like you guys are on a good stride where you're just making content and it's just it's you guys and it just gets massive engagement and i'm brown with jealousy at all times so <laughs> <laughs> like what's your favorite part about being a creator now that you feel like you've like advanced and matured where you're at i mean i feel like the thing is you have this constant feeling of like fulfillment which is really fun like it's really fun Mm. being a short form creator 
where you get to come up with an idea and then like the next day or the next couple days you create it and then it like goes out into the world. And it's funny because you don't think about it having a positive effect. You kind of just think this is like something stupid that like came from my brain. But then people will comment or they'll send messages or like people, oh my gosh, like the what? emails, you mm-hmm. get an emails. email like yeah. every couple of minutes. So I, I have my, <laughs> That's awesome. I have my email on Snapchat. And it's not, it's just like for like business stuff. But so like anyone can email it, but like I do get business inquiries, but I also get like a ton of emails and it really comes from, I'm pretty sure it's Snapchat. Whenever I'm doing really well on Snapchat, we'll get 50 emails in a day and it's all just like one liners. It's like the funniest thing because I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all 10 years old and it's like, it'll be like either they'll write entirely in the subject line and then it'll be nothing. So it'll be like from their name and it'll be, it's like, hi, my name is Ashley. Can you please adopt me? And then it'll just be like sent from my iPhone. It's the only <laughs> thing in like the text, the body. Uh, but people will say like really nice stuff. We try to always be as positive as possible, which helps, I think, with like not getting negative comments. Like, But you're not doing it to not get negative comments. You're doing it because you like actively want to encourage people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's what I wanted to put out into the world. And yeah. then it just so happened that the content that we make, like, oh my gosh, we were on the, this is this feels like I'm bragging, but it's Do not. It. So like the the other day, we were on like the YouTube trending page. And so like we were getting pushed out to people that don't see us. And like, it was one of the first times that, like not one of the first times, but at like recent times, that I've gotten like incredibly negative comments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm you're you read like you read like 10 of them and then you're convinced. You're like, oh my gosh, everybody hates this video. But then I look back and then I see like the like to dislike ratio. And I'm like, oh, plenty of like it was like one percent of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I think we're okay. Yeah, yeah. One percent of ten million people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, wait a minute. So how many followers yeah. do you have on Snapchat? On Snapchat, we have 350. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Snapchat's like a, a thing. And this is, and so I, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this for just like 30 seconds. Yeah. But the thing that I think that, not that I'm doing it and like nobody else is doing it, but it's like, I've really like, we, we lay out like a project every single, like for every single video, I will have like a minorly different audio or different script that will kind of like make it feel like it was created natively for that platform. And so like, I get like a good audience on Snapchat. It's the same stuff. It's not like, like I don't have enough time to be making like different stuff for all these different platforms, but it's like everyone feels like, oh, they're the mom and dad of Snapchat on Snapchat and they're the mom and dad of YouTube on YouTube. Uh, And like nobody like really crosses over. I realized that at some point I was like, there isn't really a ton of crossover with like people's like viewing habits. Like they're going to pick one of the platforms and then you just have to make sure to distribute as much as you can on there. Man, dude, that's so dope. Cause I mean, yeah, I like to talk to other social media people and get their takes on things. And that's that's I've I've observed that, but I've never really had like confirmation of it. And so that, yeah, you just answered yeah. a huge question for me. That's so dope. Um, somebody asked, Evan Garcia asked, uh, what's the better monetization options? Is it TikTok versus YouTube versus Instagram? Ooh. They're all different. They're all different and it depends on your audience. So like Snapchat is the best currently Whoa. for making money which is surprising i was it's it it's, it was a funny year like we like because snapchat had their like creator fund and it's spotlight awards or something i don't know whenever they came out with spotlight and there was that whole like craze of like they were like giving away money for having good videos that actually was happening and it still is happening but it's hard to i think it's like a little bit more difficult to break into it but like once and you it's, do it's kind of fickle 
Like yes, you yeah. don't, there's no like, oh, if you get this many views or whatever, like it doesn't mean anything no. unless other people got less views or more views. That exactly. Day. It's very, it's always like it's a game. The place, but I love it. Like, and they're super out. nice. And I'm curious to see how they end up. But that's like Snapchat is the best. YouTube is the second best. And then if you're a millennial, Instagram is really good. There are like, mm-hmm. I've read Business Insider articles where Instagram people, because they give you a max of $35,000 a month. Um, yeah. And there are some people that are like actively just raking in like 20K a month. Bro. That is not us. No. <laughs> no. no just did you get that? <laughs> did you get the bonus? Did you get into that? Yeah. Okay. Um, That's awesome. And, but we're not like, yeah, we just haven't figured out how to like, we haven't focused a lot on Instagram. No. I don't have any ill will against Instagram, but it's been the least fun platform. Yeah. 100%. Um, across the board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's funny because we were like so heavy on Instagram and I felt like I understood it really well. And then I was just like, this is like, the people on Instagram are great. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know what it is about their algorithm doesn't push as much nearly as like my views are higher on all of the other platforms mm-hmm. than on Instagram. But it's the same content. Yeah. Dang it, man. Because so Mike, Michael Schaefer, he has bonus on on Instagram. And so he puts out his, his little reels mm-hmm. and he gets money every month. But Beams for Jesus has not gotten the reels. And I think that it's because all oh. the po- all the platforms, I think, are now shifting against memes to where if anything that's repurposed content just does not get any push, like, uh, like in the same way that other things do. Because we still get stuff that blows up and we get we're still growing, but it's a lot slower and we don't have as much reach as we used to. And uh, TikTok, it's it's like a really, really slow crawl. So yeah, did you have any thoughts about that? I know this is more like in-house talk, but I'm really curious on your thoughts on that. No, I I love talking about this stuff. I, mm-hmm. I hope people like listening to this stuff. <laughs> this is what so, I wanted. Yeah, I 100, that was what I realized. So like, yeah, like the repurposed content, which is one of the reasons why I stopped doing memes was it was like, it was so hard. Well, one, it's so hard making stuff where you don't own it because like they for sure, like, you know, like early on on TikTok, I didn't see any of that. Um, and then it's really not the case. I know for sure people on Snapchat, they know, like if you're reposting videos from other people, they won't pay you. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, then you like don't get into any of these funds because we're in such like a unique time right now. Like it's wild to think that like the four major social media platforms are literally just like paying people thousands and thousands of dollars just like to post content Mm. but it has to be original Mm -hmm. it's almost it's not like oh stop running stop doing memes but it's like it's figuring out like how to make creative stuff that could somehow be your own is like the is the piece Mm -hmm. it's like how to tell the same jokes but like in a different way it might not be like that next year but like right now Mm -hmm. that's what it's like yeah and I've, i've tried some of those like i've done reels with myself that have done pretty good but it's hard. It's so much harder, mm-hmm. man, than just to use stuff that people are familiar with. And we're already a memes page. So it's like, and you know, and, and people know Mike. So I have to like kick his butt to get, make some stuff too. And it's just, you know, <laughs> eventually I want to make it. So there's just me and Mike making funny videos that are kind of like memes yeah. uh, and repurposing yeah. it that way. But yeah, man. And you guys, you guys are posting reels, right? Like mm-hmm. that's kind of like, I, I remember looking at your page. It's like people, cause pictures aren't really it anymore. The internet is more accessible than it's ever been. And with that has come an absolute pandemic of people addicted 
to pornography. This addiction statistically is affecting Christians and non-Christians alike. It's a problem. Porn is a human problem, but Covenant Eyes provides a human solution. Covenant Eyes helps you and the ones you love live porn-free through transformative accountability relationships. With Covenant Eyes, you choose someone that you know and trust to walk with you as your ally and to hold you accountable for your online behavior. Me and my friends use it, and I've seen it firsthand break the bonds of addiction in people's lives. This stuff works. So basically what you do is you download the Covenant Eyes app, it tracks the activity on your devices, and your friend who's your ally gets a victory app which shares your activity feed right to their phone. You and your ally will be able to celebrate victories together and have honest and caring conversations about your successes, setbacks, and triggers. Nothing works better than this. If you struggle with pornography addiction online and you're ready to see some victory in your life, download Covenant Eyes and use promo code MONDAY for 30 days free. Try it out. I've gotten so many success stories from this app, and that's why I'm so happy that they've chosen to sponsor Meme Lord Monday. Again, that's Covenant Eyes. Use the link in the show notes of this episode and use promo code MONDAY for 30 days free. Victory over addiction has never been easier. Right? So that's the thing. If we're talking about the Instagram algorithm, it's changing every week, dude. Because they changed the platform. Yeah. So now they have like the homepage, the favorites, the following. And yeah, so everybody's feed looks different. And so that changed. Oh, you have that now? I haven't gotten that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have that either. Certain people have I've it. I've seen that's it. Start. But yeah, that's I heard screwed, they were testing that. That screwed yeah. up the whole algorithm. Like so bad. Mm-hmm. And so for a while there, until like, I want to say maybe three or four months ago, for six months, we did not grow at all. Six months yep. in. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. no growth. And then yeah. and then we started doing reels and we started like I was like, you know what? Only reels. That's it. And so and then we started to grow again. And then we stopped growing. And then I started posting pictures again. <laughs> and like we started growing again. I was like, oh my gosh. I hate this. Yeah. So yeah. Instagram is so yeah, they're they're mean. And so now we're triple posting to Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And now I'm okay. starting to see some growth on TikTok. And it is fun over there, dude. I I hated on TikTok for so long, but it's legit fun. That algorithm is Mm -hmm. so intelligent. It's the best. It it has me figured out that I am a millennial Hispanic that grew up on the Northeast. Like it knows and it knows that I'm Dominican too somehow because I get Dominican (sighs) content. I'm like, how? Yeah. (laughs) How do you know this? It's amazing. I was going to ask too, like just being a creator, it comes with so many struggles that people aren't aware of. Um, because it is a grind. It's just, you're always, always, always on. And there's like a real temptation to have like perfectionism, at least with me personally. What was your experience like with perfectionism? Do you feel like you still struggle with it? What's that like? Like we've definitely broken out a little more of it, like okay. when it comes to Alex's stuff, which I am a big part of. And I feel like we're in a decent flow with that. But kind of with Alex's rise (laughs) came people to my page and I didn't ask for that. I'm very thankful for it, but it wasn't something I like try. I like he was striving and trying for Mm. it and I was not doing that. Um, So now I have these people and I like love the community and I like want to foster that and I want to put out content that they like, but I don't know what that is yet Mm. exactly. So I'm in a mode of like, I'll try something and like, oh, this did really well. And then I'll try something else. And it's like, nobody liked it. (laughs) Like, what do I do? What did I do wrong? It hurts so much. So I'm still 
<laughs> I know. And it's so silly, but it does. And so I'm in that position right now of just trying to figure out what I'm doing and how to like let go of caring. I don't know. Yeah, because that's there's there's always this insecurity of like the content that you're making. Well, at least for us. That was like the big thing for me was like, how do I make content that I like, but also that people want to see. And I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. there's like this mixture mm-hmm. you have to give up. And that, and that was, I was just talking to another creator friend and there are the true artists, you know, who like make what comes from your heart. And that's, what's gonna, that's gonna be. And it's like, no, <laughs> because there are so many people that made content straight from their heart that you've never heard of. Mm. The reason he uses like the reason we know about Shakespeare is because Shakespeare was able to mix the art of like figuring out how to get something that like a larger amount of people relate to Mm. where you're giving up a little bit of like, Hey, maybe this isn't the perfect content that I could see myself making. But like, that's kind of the game of figuring out how can I make something that I know people will want to see that's so good and that's if you want to play that game yeah you don't have to play you don't have to play that game Mm -hmm. but i've tried and it's and that was kind of the insecurity it was like i went through you know it's like we we make content that appeals to a younger audience and that gave me a lot of insecurity because i was like oh other creators aren't following Mm -hmm. me you know we're we're getting these numbers but like my peers aren't following me because i wouldn't follow me Uh, you know it's like if i came across my feed i wouldn't be you know like and so that made sense but then i was like i realized no this is like this is the path that i'm on and like i shouldn't feel insecure about what's coming straight from my brain because it was like that was the thing it was like i didn't set out to make content for kids but that was like when i get ideas and i feel like ideas are like a really special thing like if you get an idea you have to respect that idea and just run Mm. with it and so like I continuously get ideas that appeals to a certain audience and a certain audience loves it. And I love the feeling that the audience gets from the stuff that is just coming into my head. And at some point I was just like, no, I have to run with Mm. this. I shouldn't like run away and try to be like edgy. Like I tried to be edgy for a while. Nobody wanted to watch that. I tried vlogging for like three months and people are like, I don't care about your life, Alex. Like that was like, I don't, it was a, Terrible. We didn't see. I watched it. I'm going to be the next Casey Neistat. You watched it. I watched it. I liked those videos. You're you're right. You are like my mom because like my mom is always like I like those videos. And and she's like, why don't? When are you going to make those? And I go, Mom. When I made a vlog, it would get a thousand views. When I post a TikTok, it will get a thousand views in the first Mm -hmm. minute. And she's like, Oh, well, I I liked them. (laughs) Nobody else did. Yeah. There's such like a, a tension there that when we first talked, we talked about this briefly too, where Mike and I were like, dude, we just make what we like to make. Screw everyone else, dude. Yeah. We want to be edgy yeah. and those guys. <laughs> and you were like, nah, man, I'm going to give people what they want. And there is like a really, there, there's a lot in, to both of that because you want to give people what they want, but you don't want to give them so much that you lose yourself. You want yourself yeah. to be mixed in there too. Like you said, what Shakespeare did. That's so good. Yeah, I think we're we're trying to do that more because... I've heard that if you just create for yourself, first of all, nobody watches. And mm-hmm. second of all, you've come off as selfish because it's like, I'm just doing this for me, dude. Because people can, yeah. f- can tell that you don't care about, about them. And why would I watch somebody that, you know, doesn't care about me? Um, and, and, and yeah. it, but it's hard. <laughs> but then on the flip side, as the creator, you want to exude that. You want to say, hey, I'm making this for you. And how can I do this more? And you have Melinda's situation where it's like, 
do you guys like this? <laughs> do, yeah. do you like this? Can I, do, you, do you want me to do, do this? Like this? What about yeah. this? Yeah. And yeah. we're kind of there too, Melinda, for real, because we're having to mm. rebrand as memes and we're having to figure right. out what people want. But yeah, there's so much there. And sometimes it gets hard being a creator and, and having that pressure on you really creates like a creative slump. But you guys, like I said, you just have this really great stride with making your content and no one else does it. Like, I don't think, like we can share other TikTokers easily because it's a Christian content. Your stuff technically is Christian, but like, there's no way I could share that because people wouldn't get it. Like your stuff is yeah. made so well and you're doing what like no one else is doing and your audience is just on it. And that audience is like a snowball. Um, tell like, can you just tell people a little bit about your, your process and how you keep that creativity going with being the parents of Instagram or the parents of the internet, I guess. The parents of the internet. It's a funny process. And it's like, there actually isn't a process. Yeah, there's not. <laughs> that is the, the process. Okay, I'll tell okay. you. I'll, I'll tell you. My best ideas come whether I'm in the shower. It's, it comes yes. when, I'm in, when I'm in a moment. Yeah, all great ideas happen in the shower. Shower thoughts. All of, my entire TikTok is just shower <laughs> thoughts. Now, it's shower thoughts, it's long walk thoughts, and it's right before bed thoughts. Mm. Like all of my, my best, best, best videos. And this is where I'm like, and I'm like weird about it. I like read a book once. It was all about like creativity. And she like, she almost treated like ideas as like a spirit or something. Mm. And it's like more so I would believe that, you know, it's like God's going to like give you an idea. And so it's like the best ideas, the best performing videos are I'm about to be sleeping. And then it just like comes like the entire script will just like be there. Mm. And I have to like quick wake up and like write it all down. And usually those are the ones where they, they have the least amount of edits. I don't know. I just feel like when you're a creative person and you're doing it often, it kind of like you, I get stressed. I'm like, I only have seven ideas for this week and I'm stressed that I'm not going to have seven more ideas next week. But somehow then like the next week rolls, rolls by and you get seven more ideas and you're just like, you're given just enough. That's how I feel. And that's what it was like with me making too. Yeah. It was like, I would try to make like three or four batch, but it's just now you make like one or two a day. You're going to make whatever it needs to be. And then you wait until tomorrow. To get the Listen, Alex makes Christian memes was fire. <laughs> Y'all don't know. <laughs> this man is a meme Lord. This man made fire uh, memes, but like Melinda, I mean, so have you observed this Melinda of him just like scrambling in the middle of the, <laughs> of the bed and just like, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we are entirely different in that way. I wouldn't say I have a creative process yet, but just the way we flow in our life is very different. So I've really like had to learn to like trust that he will have ideas where if I were him, I'd have the seven ideas like two weeks in advance. <laughs> um, so it has been fun and a little stressful, but always turns out well watching and participating in all this. Um, yeah, I trust his process now. I did not at uh, first. <laughs> is that why, is that where the tears came from? It's just like, why are you making me do this? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> that was some of it for sure. Yeah. It's when it's the late night when it's like, I'll like have an idea and I'll be like, I have to post it today. And then it's like seven thirty rolls around. And then she's like, but we, we, we said we were going to dinner at seven. And I go, I know. And then like, I'm still editing and 745 Dude. and then 755 rolls and then, and I'm posting it. <laughs> And then it never does oh, well. No. And, and it's it's really a sign. It's good. You know, it's like every everything's telling me, do not do this again. I've done it a couple of times, but I haven't done it recently. Not lately. Um, but those those are the ones where it's like they never do well. That's where a lot of tears come from. Man, 
me just slacking on my responsibilities as a husband. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so there's like, yeah, you know, like I said, you guys have your own type of format that no one else is doing. You can't, it's like not repostable, which is super rare because it's like if, if someone would share it, they would have to reference you, you know, it's not like yeah. they, they can just share yeah. it. And people, if someone else would share it, they'd be like, what the heck is this? What are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. and, and because of that uniqueness, like you said, you get a lot of weird remarks and like hate. Um like, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with those critics? We don't get a lot, from, I would say, from our community right. yeah. that we've built. It's more when the videos are shown to mm -hmm. other communities that don't get it. And yeah. I understand that because, like, I like we've both, I mean, I'll echo Alex in that, like, I would not watch our content as a 20-something-year-old. <laughs> yeah. But this content is for, like, younger people. And younger people are awesome. And it's, like, fun to make content for them but yeah the hate definitely comes from like the older generation it's always my voice that's the big thing they're like i cannot stand that voice and it's just like oh you know dude so okay. if it was this voice if it was this voice i don't think anyone would care this is just like a totally normal voice that you're but getting right now you're but one that's when i put the octaves. headphones on and i throw ableton and i put the compression on and i just like start talking that's when i like go from like this which is like very calm to like all of a sudden i'll be like how i married my high school nice. girlfriend and that's like how i'll like yeah and i do that to get into the frame and then i start at that level and then i just start talking and i just start getting higher and higher and higher and higher <laughs> yeah um, oh, man. it's difficult it's not good having people say negative things about you um yeah but also they're faceless usually always and yeah. like why would you listen yeah you just kind of have to decide, like, why would I listen to this? Yeah. These are not the voices that speak into my life in other ways anyways. Come on now with that positive affirmation, girl. Let's go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm so confident. Yeah. Nice. Dude. Yeah. Is, is Melinda not your rock? <laughs> is she not your rock? Melinda is my rock. She is my rock. She loves rock and she hates my rock. No, I do not love rocks. So I came up with one scenario of what one of your episodes might look like if I were to make one. Okay. If I was great. If I yeah. was a parent, <laughs> it'd be like, okay. It's like, so what do you do if I, if I lose a tooth? And it's like, so Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'll do my best and you correct me. Okay. You, you fix it up after I'm yeah. done here. Yeah, first, first yeah. we'll take your tooth and we'll hide it underneath the pillow, just like everyone else does. And then in the morning, you'll wake up and there won't be money there. There'll be an entire thing of ice cream. <laughs> like, there'll be like ice cream everywhere. And then you'll say, well, this is how I lost my tooth in the, uh, in the first place from getting cavities. It's okay because we already put caps on all your teeth. And so you can eat as much ice cream as you want. <laughs> That's the whole video. <laughs> that is very good. Very accurate. You're right there. You're right there on it. I haven't done the tooth fairy. That's a great idea. Thank Take you. Idea. Yeah, Thank you. How would you yeah, credits to you? How would you clean that up though? Just what? let's do it. Let's let's workshop it. Okay. So let's say losing a tooth with mom and dad. Losing a tooth with mom and dad. Okay. So you have to structure it when you're doing and there there are two types of videos. There are the videos one where I'm talking directly to you. I promise you the world and we just like make up some concept. Mm. And I'm always like bending the rules or whatever. And then we have the other ones of doing something with mom and dad. Um and so doing something with mom and dad always starts off with a, a, a semi-relatable title. Like legitimately, when I've looked up getting a cavity with mom and dad, I Googled. I was, I was between getting a cavity and breaking a bone. And I was like, how, what percentage of people have gotten a cavity? And it was like wow. 80%. And then I'm like, what percentage of people have broken a bone? And it was like 20%. And I'm like, getting a cavity <laughs> with mom and dad. You know, I'm like, okay, we've all done this. Um, 
yeah, so you have to do like the negative. It's like classic storytelling where it's like you're constantly making them like second mm-hmm. guess, where it's like you do this negative thing and then you throw in like a relatable and then you like think it's going to get okay. And then it doesn't go okay. And then like, then, then we get involved and then they're freaking out, but not for <laughs> long, you know? And then we do some, something. And I usually have to go with not my first guess of like what the positive thing is. Cause I don't ever want it to be like, so like guessable. It has to be like something different than like the, yeah. So that getting a cavity would end in. Well, no, his was the tooth fairy. No, yes. getting Losing a tooth, the, the, the tooth, tooth fairy, fairy comes. I would be the tooth fairy. Oh. That's what we would like. We've been we've been the tooth fairy this whole time. <laughs> We're the tooth fairy. <laughs> That's awesome. We're the tooth fairy. Yeah. <laughs> While being your parents, we've been the tooth fairy oh, this shoot. entire time. And so we take your tooth, give you a thousand dollars, and then with that money, we take you out to go for ice cream. You know, we're very generous. We're very generous. <laughs> we're very rich. We don't know where the money came from, but. Uh, I feel like the great Gatsby where they ask like, where'd all your money come? And it's like it, all these like different answers throughout the whole book. Like you do work very hard though at the internet stuff. It's not just like, this is yeah. my hobby. It's like, no, this is what I do for eight hours after my eight hour, yeah. nine hour work day. You kind of have like two. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Like you can't, that's what I was going to say. Cause it, you, you don't just make those videos that there's so much work that goes into those things. I know they, they how much work you put into those. I think you even did this thing one time that you did, like showed how you do it, and I was like, "Oh no, nah. yeah, <laughs> oh, oh no, nah, I'm not, not. <laughs> I'm not doing that." Yeah, it's fun. That's that is the big stressor is like mm-hmm. right now of like the time spent where it's like I think we just this last weekend was really fun because we actually took both days off on the weekend, which was Wild. like very. It was a weird wow. feeling. Um, yeah. And so that is the other dark side of like, you get so much into it that like when you're not doing it for me personally, it's like, I'll feel mm, bad Yeah. when, and, but for some reason, and that's the big thing that I've been really focusing on is that it's like, when you're a creator, you have to focus on your mental health, like so much, you have to like take care of your body. You have to take care of your mind. Otherwise you're just going to fall apart and I can still be operating, but I'll get so anxious if I'm not taking care of myself. Um, and then anytime I stop, I, feel like bad that i need to keep going shoot man so that's awesome so like that's super encouraging too if like if anybody who's listening is a creator it is a grind but you gotta you gotta care for yourself and uh personally i love jujitsu i love uh hurting people uh in my spare time good (laughs) and uh, apparently also getting hurt myself (laughs) because i I don't just you know hurt other people but like no that that's yeah fun getting hurt hooray (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like yeah no it's it's good stuff i feel like if i didn't have that i would like i would need something to to help balance me out um but yeah do you like as we as we kind of wrap up here do you have any just encouragement for other creators or people that are trying to be you <laughs> me <clears throat> <laughs> i would say currently i'm reading the book there's like this big long biography of walt disney and i've i've always like admired what he's accomplished even though it hasn't been like you know there are the negative things you can say about walt disney but i'm curious about what that process was like starting his studio and i feel like a lot of people as creators get stuck in i want to be this Mm. person and so like for a period of time it would be like i want to be walt disney or with the vlogging i want to be casey neistat or i want to be this i want to be david dobrik but you can't do that. You can be inspired by these people and you can learn from their processes, but you are you. 
And it's so annoying when someone says that because you're like, I don't know. Mm. But you, if you are a creative person and you like have the desire to do that, one, it takes time. You know, like when I gave my little story, it's like I started making, it was like the year we got married. I think like right before we got married or maybe no, it was 2017. I don't even know if we were engaged yet. Okay. We weren't even engaged. So 2017, I started on my like stupid little meme page and posted every day on that for like a year Mm. and a half. Didn't get anywhere, but I was learning how to be creative. And that was, it was like this first thing, but it was this combination of like copying and trying to be like all these things. Um, and then Christian memes, it was like, I'm starting to come into my own and I'm starting to learn more things. And that was like a second, a secondary piece. And that was like another two years. Um, and then finally with the TikTok, it took another two years. I don't feel like I was comfortable with everything literally up until like three months ago. <laughs> um, wow. And so from 2017, took five years and I'm just now getting started. And so that's the thing. It's so easy to get discouraged when you're when you're starting out and you're like, why isn't it all happening? It seems like it happens overnight. But it's like I've heard from so many people that have like gotten to a point and it's like there were things before. Um, and so if you really just like you have to like really continue to be creative, but you really have to be yourself. What is the thing that people will think of you for? Um not the next so-and-so or the whatever. You have to be the you. And I think at some point, if you just put in enough time, eventually you'll get those ideas that are you. And then you can put that on, into the world and everyone will be really happy. That's dope, man. That's sick. Do you got anything, Melinda? Like you said, like someday, like you'll get to that point and it'll be great. It can be great before that um, too. Yeah. Like you don't, Cause like I am not, it is very exciting to like be partnered with him on this, but like I get to write that, but it's not my thing and I am not there, but like, that's okay. Um, so yeah, you don't have to conquer the world. Like what I want to do. I will also, you can also be happy before you. Yeah, that is too. That's (laughs) awesome. I mean, yeah, I've, I, and take care of yourself, take <laughs> yeah. care of your health, take care of your mind. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that yeah. too, man. Cause like, yeah, it's, it, you can easily fall into just not being happy until you get somewhere and then you never get there. <laughs> You're just like always, you know, mm-hmm. the Bible, the Bible talks about chasing after the wind or amen, brothers and sisters. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, I mean, there, it is truth to that. Cause as a creator, you yeah. can just, you know, that's how you burn out. That's literally how you just waste away. Um, but yeah, that's so cool. And it's really admirable too, Melinda, how you kind of just support him with this. Cause I know like my wife, she begrudgingly <laughs> supports me with this, but she, I did. I, it was begrudgingly for But you're while. like, you're like in there. You're like part of the whole shtick. I am. I am now. <laughs> that's awesome. She's, she's mom. Man. Okay. So Melinda, do you have any, like, I guess words for my wife? <laughs> <laughs> encouragement oh. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I understand every perspective I have been in every little part and this is where I am right now and I don't know I just really communicate have communicated like what I mm. need not in a like demanding way but just I don't know if that's been listen you need to put the phone down you gotta we gotta yeah. do this and that's what my yeah that's what that's where our struggle is Cause I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. at all times and that's not good. So I got, I got to work on that. Yeah. We go through that every day. 
Yeah. It doesn't go away. I just have definitely changed my attitude. Alex, get out of bed. <laughs> you have too much ah, to do today. That is another thing. Yeah. Oh, man. The getting out of bed. But yeah, guys, I, yeah. I appreciate you guys. Um, I love you guys. And I will always be a huge Griswold fan to the day I die. No. Please make merch that just says like Griswold on it or like rocks or something. Do something. Okay. So I, I want to wear yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we want to make something. I think we will pretty soon, I'll actually. See. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks for yeah, having thanks us. for yeah. coming. This was so Man, fun. Thanks so yeah. much for coming. But yeah, guys, so just take a couple of seconds and explain how um, people can support you and find you all the places as best you can. Go to Google. I, I love that I can say this now. Go to <laughs> Google, search Alex Griswold. Or Melinda Griswold. Or Melinda Griswold. It'll all come up. You'll find YouTube. You'll find TikTok. You'll find all the things. And, and then we'll adopt you. And it's going to be great. And you're going to live in our house one day. That's a million rooms big. It'll be amazing. <laughs> uh, appreciate y'all. Uh, Sarah Beth said, great conversation. Caroline Green said, love this talk so much. Thanks, guys. And uh, Evan Garcia, he had mad good questions. So thanks, guys, for watching. Tim said, great stuff. Epic. Tim. <laughs> hey, Thank Tim. you, Tim. Yeah, thanks, Tim. <laughs> My buddy. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to end it on the live stream. But thanks for watching. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. Here at Meme Lord Monday, our heart is for creators. And just to help get the word out about the creators that you haven't heard of or maybe that you do know of. And if you want to support us in this mission, like many have already, you can become a Supercast member. Now, that Supercast membership... That gives you access to the premium feed, which has all of our interviews completely uncut, completely unedited, and you have the backlog of episodes that are not currently on the feed. And you get to support us. So come on. If you love this show, and if you love what we're doing, why don't you become a Supercast member? You can do so for a very, very affordable price. And that uh, helps me to continue this show. So the link for that's in the show notes of this episode. Become a Supercast member today, and I'll give you some goodies. I'll give you some free. I'll just send it to you. So do it. All right. Have a great Monday. Bye.